Okay, hi everyone. My name is Kamali. So, um, I'll basically just sum up what I did today. But so first thing, I just I stood up there and I was kind of I didn't know exactly what I was gonna say. My kind of just winged it. Basically, I had a gist of what I was gonna do, but I prayed about it for the past week that we've been talking about this, and I just the whole time I just asked God to let it be His words and not mine. And that's exactly what he did because I barely even remember what I said. But um, <laughs> so I basically talked about, well, the first thing I talked about was Okopoipoi. Um, he was honestly like the light of our school. He didn't care who you were, what you believed in or whatever. He always went around and told everyone, God bless you, praise the Lord, whatever it was. And he always made your day. And I kind of use that to connect to the kids because or the youth, because we're all the same age. But um, I was just telling them, like, I took advantage of the um, fact that their hearts were broken. And, of course, during this time, God is the perfect person for them to run to. And I, yeah, I'm trying to remember. Um, I told them that all he ever wanted was for all of them to just come to the Lord and I was honestly surprised because there was a lot of kids that were actually paying attention and listening. And in my school, that's like kind of the attention span is not good. Um, <laughs> but honestly, the experience that I had today was absolutely amazing. Um, and for me to reach out to my school, that's something that's been on my heart for a really long time. And like Kripo said, to see that there's over 80 papers inside of that box. That was honestly mind-blown. When I saw all those kids crowd around the prayer box, I was literally jumping up and down, and I, like, ran to Taylor, like, gave her a high five, I, like, hugged Kaipo, and I was, like, completely overjoyed. And I also gave a testimony, and I guess I can share it with you guys, um, about me. Um, so the testimony I, I gave was, you know, like, as a teen, I went through all that teen stuff. I've done drugs did alcohol, snuck out, done all those kind of things, probably worse than you could ever imagine. And during that time, I lost my faith in the Lord. And it was really bad. Like, I had absolutely no feeling whatsoever. I didn't care about anyone, didn't care about anything. I didn't care about church. And I was basically just doing my own thing and being my own God. And, um, you know, Finally, my dad got fed up with it, and he ended up shaving my head, so I was completely bald. Think about it, guys. I'm a girl, and I'm bald. It's just not going to happen. But um, <laughs> so, of course, automatically, I was depressed. And the main message, then finally, like, I started hearing stuff from God. And, like, he was telling me, like, this is the opportunity for you to work on yourself on the inside and stop worrying about what's on the outside. And... It honestly, it hit me very hard because I've always cared about my makeup, my hair, what I'm wearing, and all that kind of stuff. And I never took the time to change who I was on the inside. And it hit me really hard. So I ended up taking advantage of it. I started reading my Bible a little bit more. And then Taylor happening, she ended up inviting me one day to come to youth again. I, I originally went to this youth group, but I kind of stopped because of what I was doing. So Taylor invited me to go with them, and when I came, I was, I didn't feel depression anymore. 
I wasn't depressed. I was absolutely happy. I didn't care about the, my hair, about being bald, or the way I looked and whatever, and they didn't care either. And it made me realize, like, it kind of was a representation of God. Like, he doesn't care about who you are, what you look like, what you did, or whatever. That's why he sent Jesus down, so that you guys don't have to worry about your sins and everything that you've done wrong because it was absolutely wiped clean. And you don't have to let those things hold you back from praising God or for believing in him. And that testimony, I feel like, was very important to share to my school because a lot of people, they feel like that they're so horrible or they try so hard to fit in that they they can't trust, put their trust in God or believe in God. So that was the main point. And before it used to be shame of me being bald, but now it's like, whatever. I look back and I'm like, I rocked it. I was, I'm good. <laughs> but um, <laughs> praise the Lord, my hair is growing back. Amen. Because although it was that time, it was dreadful at the same time. But um, what is it called? I also just talked about prayer, how it's a way to communicate with God. And I gave an example about being in a relationship, say you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend, and you don't talk to that person that you're with, or you don't spend time with them, and you're together, but you never see them or do anything with them, and that relationship clearly isn't going to work out because you guys aren't talking to each other. And I reflected that as the same relationship you have with God. If you don't talk to God, you don't get intimate with God, and you don't do all those things that you need to do, you're going to lose your faith, and you're just going to grow away from God. And um, I also did an altar call to call up people, and I was honestly amazed to see that people were able to come up and step in front of our school, and to they weren't ashamed, and honestly, me and Taylor, we had a doubt that there wouldn't be anyone showing up, or be a few, but, you know, we just kept our faith, and we just did it anyway, because it was something that was really put into our hearts, and and ended up turning up into something completely amazing. And I tell you what, like, brah, missions, that is my way to go. I'm, brah, just go out, be disciples, spread it on, because that's the most joy you'll ever feel. Thank you. Yeah. So, um, anyway, she gets up there and just, like, is not as mellow as she just communicated right now. Like, I'm, I was kind of talking to some students, and I look over, and I'm like, oh, like fire. Like, just like, like real not gentle. Kind of just calling out the young people. Like, even at this one point where she's like, I got some people that, uh, did you talk to them before? Or, yeah, she had previously talked to some people about getting prayer, and she's like, well, as she looks on her forearm, she has, like, all these names written there and just starts calling people out. Like, hey, uh, you and you and you, now is the time. You know, and, and some rugged some rugged kids, too. I was just calling the name. Like, oh, no, she didn't. No, she didn't. But they responded. You know? They responded. And, and probably one of the... The things that really ministered to my heart was that because it was at the school, like, none of us, the adults, could do anything. Like, we were, I loved it. I was, like, the cheerleader. 
I was like the sixth person off the bench that never came off the bench. You know, that just said, hey, good job, you guys. Keep it going. Gee, you know, and uh, if you prayed for somebody uh, today, can you stand real fast? If you prayed for, for anyone, awesome. So you guys can turn around and look at their shirts. So those, these are shirts that were designed by uh, my sister and her husband, um, which is pretty awesome. Uh, not you can you can sit down. Um, well, not awesome that my sister guys never sold them, but really God had a bigger plan for them. Um, you guys want to talk a little bit about what they stand for and uh, how God gave you that vision? Hi, I am Tasha. Um, so my husband woke up like three years ago um, with this crazy dream about shirts, and I kind of <laughs> kind of ignored him first, and I was like, "Yeah, you're just crazy." Yeah. And so it ended up he hopped on the computer and um, like downloaded a graphic, like Photoshop um, software thing and started designing. And uh, long story short, he ended up designing uh, like six different shirts that um, God gave him in this dream. Um, and this was one of them, which is um, the barcode that stands for God's breed. And um, the reason why we chose God's breed is because everything that um, exists today in the world and the universe is God bread. And God, um, you know, was first and he's going to be last. And, and we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for him. And so we wanted to start a company that um, wasn't about making money. It was more about telling everybody that no matter what you do, what color you are, what language you speak, you know, what kind of sports you play, what hair color you have, it's all from God and that you are from God and that you're loved and God loves you no, more than anything. So we ended up donating these shirts um, just because we wanted it to bless people. And my thing is I don't like things sitting. If there's people out there that can use it, then I'm like more the merrier, you know. And like my brother said, you know, it's not, it wasn't about the money. Yeah, it, we're more, you know, blessed that you folks were blessed and all these kids were blessed. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, so uh, the kids got prayer and then they got shirts. And uh, there were kids like, I seen this one girl like full crying. And she's like, the only time I see her is when she's hitchhiking. Because, and it's usually like between the hours of, 8 and 2 p.m., you know, um, and I've picked her up a handful of times. She's come to church a, a few times, but God was ministering. God was, hey, wrap your minds around this. God was ministering today in a public school setting during a lunch recess by teenagers. Just let that simmer in your spirit for a little bit. That doesn't happen every day. Like, I've been in youth ministry a long time, and I've, I've never seen something like that happen. But God burdened some young people, and he created an atmosphere for people to come into place to accomplish a purpose that couldn't have been accomplished any other way. You know, that God burdened Daniel in a dream to create these shirts that didn't get sold, that got given to the youth, that got given today. And, and so what if the kids were like, oh, I'll come up and get a shirt and ask for prayer? 
There's some honest prayers in that book, you know? And then for God to burden Kamali with a, a story, and she really called some and, and really like an anointing for um, some of those here that, that got to pray for their friends today, you know? And even if you didn't pray for your friends today, like just being an example and somebody who stands up for the Lord is action. This is this, is this year at our prayer to see at the flagpole day at a public school setting, you know? Where a ton of kids came out and just to seek the Lord. Um, I think one other piece. So I'm just trying to like package this for us because I think there's a lot of times we see miracles and we just kind of blow it off like, oh yeah, that's kind of cool. No, hey, this is this is a miracle. You know, like we experienced a, a miraculous, divine, supernatural thing today. And one of the the coolest pieces of this was probably the weakest piece of it. We met, uh, I met this young lady years ago through a friend of mine, but she started coming to our, our youth group before I was even a pastor here uh, in, in her middle school years. And then when she was eighth grade, she really like committed herself to the Lord, but really, I think I've heard her burp more than speak words up until the, the recent few months um, I promise you'll probably hear a burp sometime tonight, and it's probably going to be from her. Um, but God took the, not quietest, but the, the most unspoken person that we have in our youth group and gave her something to speak about. And God gave her a burden last year when the Christian club really wasn't doing anything and kids were in the position but didn't have a burden. You guys know those people? Like they lead worship, but they don't, they're not worshiping. They're just singing, you know? They're preaching, but they, they don't really know what they're preaching about. They just like the stage, you know? And so there were some, some students that were leading, and they, they were doing as best as they could, but they didn't have a burden. And God gave one of the, the quietest girls that we have in our school, in our program, a burden. Where she, like she's weeped over her school. And, and really today was a fruit of something that God had birthed in her, you know. And God knew that he was going to give it to her. Let me just share one thing. Hey, I've, been a, I've seen a, thousands of young people, and that's not even an exaggeration. I've seen hundreds of young people who love the Lord. And some of them actually live a faithful life, but I've only seen a few people where God said, here, I'm going to share something with you that's only for you and nobody else. It's going to cause you to cry, but it's going to cause you to move at the same time. And you're going to accomplish something in you because you have to. And you're the only one who can accomplish that. And so I'm going to invite Taylor to come up and share a little bit just on what it is that God has shared and whatever you want to share. But, hey, how about a round of applause for Taylor and, 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 and really Jesus, you know, for what he has done uh, tonight. And then we'll, we'll pray and then we'll, we'll seek the Lord after this. Um, yeah, I'm Taylor. Um, yeah, it's basically God who did this. Which is amazing because, yeah, I know I'm one of the quietest people here. Yeah, we all know now. Um, and 
it's just crazy how God worked in my life, like staying in school. I mean, I tried getting out of Kincaid twice. He brought me back, which I didn't understand at first. But yeah, last year, the Christian club, um, I mean, they did stuff, but all they did was sit in a room. And I didn't like that at all. They brought people with pizza. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but it it wasn't going anywhere. And this is probably the the picture. It's probably the one event, the first event I did at King K, which was the National Prayer Day. And I honestly did not expect that much people. And yeah, I mean, this year it's like, there's people at Kincaid that love Jesus, but you can't really tell that they're living the life of Jesus in school. So I I kept on planning events. Like I planned a, um, another concert last semester with Anna them. And again, no one really came to the 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 club at that first. But then I planned the event. And people showed up. Like, I knew they were going to show up because, I mean, other people from youth group is coming. So they need to show their face. But so it died down a little bit um, again that semester. And then, it, um, then I planned this one. And again, I was like, I'll just plan it because this is what God wants me to do for my school. I knew he wanted me to show Jesus in our schools because King K has a lot of believers and open-hearted people more than any other school on Maui, I believe. And as a student, I just I just knew that's what I had to do. Um, but yeah, this past today, actually. Um, it was planned by me, Kamala, and Mark, basically. And we came back from the hymn conference, and we had a bonfire last Monday. And Kamala comes up to me. She's like, you should bring Anna them to school. I'm like, I'm doing that. She's like, oh. Um, so we talked about it. And she's like, I want our main focus to be prayer. And I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, okay, that's kind of weird. So we ended up doing the event. And a lot of people, like, built on on us. Like, we asked someone to the prayer box. She built on on us. But then she came to help set up. Which I'm not saying is a bad thing, but it's like, you want to stay faithful with people, without the people there that you want to see you fa be faithful. You know what I mean? Like, you can't just be faithful at church and then go to school. And just because they don't see you doesn't mean you shouldn't be faithful. But, yeah, God gave me a burden for my school. I've, I know that the seed, this is the, like, the seed planting season. Like, it's going to grow. I know it's going to grow. And hopefully, we get to see it grow next year. It's got to water it a little bit. 
And then, yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love the fact that her faithfulness in what it is that God gave her overcame her doubt. I heard a couple times where, you know, some of the, the commas shared and, and Taylor shared that they, they knew what it was that God wanted them to do. And they didn't believe that anybody was going to show up. But they nonetheless, they knew what it was that God wanted them to do. And they went forward and accomplished that. And then God did his thing. God's doing stuff. My question to us tonight is, are, are you willing to be faithful to what it is that he's called you to, regardless of the outcome? Because I've been a part of services where nobody showed up, right? When I thought plenty of people was going to show up. But it's not about that as much as it is about being obedient to God most high. There's no one greater. Hey, there's no one greater. And God is doing things without us even knowing. And that was my thing today. Before we started, I said, hey, let me just share one thing that God gave me to share with. So we were praying like the, the leaders and, and the youth and that, that, that were organizing before we started the outreach today. And I said, most of the time I do outreach in public settings, I feel like everybody's anti, nobody wants to hear about Jesus, and they, like, get sick of you, and they just want you to shut up. And I said, those people are here at this school, I promise you. But I believe that God is working in some of the young people on this campus, and let's preach to those people. Let's talk to those people. Let's pray to those people whose God is who God is, is giving dreams and visions, who God is, is, is moving their hearts to change, but they don't have answers to. Who cares about the naysayers? We live in the world. There will always be naysayers. There will always be people up until the moment we go to heaven who are anti-Jesus. But there are people whom God loves that he wants to call into, into relationship. And if we would just be faithful to what he's putting on our hearts to do, those people are going to come to know the Lord. What type of seed do you have in your heart? See, because there's no flaw in the seed. You know the parable of the sower? So, so when, the, uh, when they used to farm back in the days, they have this bag of seed, and they used to just throw the seed. You know, nowadays they have machines, and they plant seeds. Back before, they used to have these bags, and they used to just throw. And, and Jesus says, like, the, the parable of the sower is sometimes the seed falls on what? Good soil falls on shallow soil. Soggy soil, shaka, shaka. Soggy soil, get plenty of water and reach the nutrients. I like that kind of soil, bro. There's some that fall on thorns, yeah? And so when they grow, they get choked out in life. And I'm, I'm just asking you, what type of 
conditions because God's word is the seed and that's there's no void like that's a perfect that's a perfect seed but the soil is this imagery the symbol of of your heart and what is the condition of your heart are you too distracted with things of this world and crowded with the the thorns and the weeds so that the 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 seed, the word that God has implanted in you, it cannot grow. Are you the, the heart that is, is real shallow, like you have an excitement for the Lord, but it's not deeply rooted so that there's life real fast and then there's no real fruit that comes from it? Are you, are you maybe you have good soil, but you, there's too much... Uh, Demons in your life, right, where these these birds can come in and snatch out the word of God that was given to you. We just finished first and second Timothy, and Paul says, hey, Timothy, remember that time when you got prayed over and, and we laid our hands on you? And I think about that, like I've done that hundreds of times in my lifetime, prayed healing over somebody, laid their hands, and, and Paul's like, he probably did it a lot of times too, but he's like, Paul, I was talking to Timothy. He said, hey, Timothy, remember that one time when we prayed for you and what we spoke unto you? Don't forget that word. Remember that word. It was a special word that's going to keep you strong and faithful throughout the time. But examine yourself. Hey, examine yourself tonight. Where's your heart at? Like, are you receptive to the Lord? Are you open to the Lord? Like, inside, are you like, God, man, I, I want more of you. I need more of you, God. I don't know about the people around me, but God, man, sign me up. I, I want to go deeper. Like, I'm hungry for you. Like Jesus says, anybody who hungers and thirsts for righteousness will be what? Yeah, satisfied, yeah? Like, if you are thirsty for that, God's like, I'm going to give you something to drink that's going to make you righteous. Amen? I promise you, in a group this size, there's everybody in all four categories. But praise God that he's the great farmer. Amen? If tonight you're like, uh, I have a lot of weeds around me, shaka that God is the best weed puller. Amen? Like better than like the kind of insecticide, uh, what is the, the Monsanto guys? <laughs> you know, like God's the most best kind like that. Organic. Organic weed killer. If you guys got, if you guys got issues around you that's sucking the life out of you, praise God that He still casts out demons. Amen. Anybody read your Bible, right? Man, Jesus walked around all the time, and de- demons were like catapulting out of this place. Anybody feel like you really love the Lord, but you just are surrounded by like. Like you really have a hunger for the Lord, but you just can't get past the issues, the temptations, the, the devil. Praise God that we got a devil casting out type of guy. Amen? Maybe some people here have a lot of excitement for the Lord, but you just don't have any depth to you. God can transplant you to good soil. Amen? Amen? Hey, so we're gonna spend some time. The rest of the rest of this evening, we're just gonna we're just gonna worship. But not like we haven't been worshiping. We're gonna just worship through 
for song and prayer. We have uh, the prayer box with papers that you guys can write down your prayers, and we will pray for those faithfully. Um, you guys can pray with one another. Uh, I'm sure the, uh, our friends from Oahu, you guys have your guys' leaders that can pray with you guys if, if something's moving, and, and all of the Maui crew. Um, you guys got your leaders. If not, you guys can just pray for each other too. But uh, let's prepare. Let's prepare for. Uh, let's prepare for, for some praise and worship. Let's stand. <clears throat> let's just prepare our hearts uh, for the Lord. Uh, Maui crew, put those phones away. Yeah. Amen. No, you'd have to put on stage. Just put them in the bag. Just give it to a friend or somebody's not distracted. You guys are gonna get the kaipo face if I see you guys texting during our time of praise and worship. Uh, yeah, you guys can just silence it if you want. We really want to hear from the Lord and not Joe Schmo down the road. Okay. Um. Hey, let's prepare our hearts, yeah? After, after we pray, you guys can stand, you can sit. Uh, it doesn't matter. Take a posture where you can focus on the Lord. If your friends around you are distracting, there's other places you can come. Amen? Um, but we just want, we don't have a lot of time tonight. We're not going to go super long, but we will spend some time just in, in some praise and worship. Um, As soon as we start the music, you guys can do the prayer box. Um, so I'm going to have Jocelyn share her spoken word that she shared earlier, and then Taylor will open us in prayer, and, uh, and then we'll, we'll continue in worship. Amen? Hey, let's give the Lord a clap tonight. Praise God. Um, hi, so my name is Jocelyn. Uh, <laughs> um, so I just want to like, um, they already said everything, but what about today, um, it was so great seeing our school doing what we did because you guys aren't from here, but our school has a title of, oh, the drug school. Oh, everybody scraps over there, gets scraps every day. Uh, country soldier, smoking weed every corner, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we have that. But there's, but there's people, there's people that, like, not every day, okay, there's not fights every day. <laughs> but um, there's also good people there that no one talks about. Like, everyone's always talking about the bad people we have at our school. But when is someone going to talk about King K in a good way? So um, this is a good way to have everyone saying, oh, yeah, King K had a, had a concert at their school. Yeah, Ana guys are singing. I heard they were praying and stuff like that. That's supposed to get the other schools to start doing that, too. So it's so funny. Actually, Taylor told me that she wanted me to do a poem or a spoken word last week, Friday. Nope, Thursday. Um, and then I was just like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll just do it over the weekend. So I wrote one over the weekend. And then I went to school, and like five minutes before I went up, I rewrote my whole poem. It was, I like asked Blair and Taylor, and they're just like, 
Jocelyn, you have five more minutes to go up. You better hurry up. And I was like, I'm not ready yet. And I was like typing out a completely, completely different poem. And um, and then it was time for me to go on. And I was like, Anna, sing another song. I'm not ready yet. So I was just in the back and I was just typing out a completely different one. And it's so funny because it actually relates to Kamale. It has to do with your sin and everything that you do and how how God can doesn't care about that, and he still loves you for it. So it's exactly what Kamale was saying. So I was just like, oh, so funny. It has actually what Kamale was saying. So, um, yeah, here it is. Okay, so I'm not up here to tell you what you should believe, but I'm also not saying that you should leave. You may think that Christianity is boring, that some non-existing God gets all this glory. Sorry to break it to you, but he's real. He's in this campus wearing black and teal. He's... That's only because he loves every single one of us. You see, that's why he sent his son, Jesus, to die for all his sins. But wait, my friends, it only begins. He created the world for me and you, the tree so green and the sky so blue. Everything's so perfect for a God so perfect, but it, it was us who caused that defect. We brought sin into this beautiful world, starting writing our own stories, making the old pages curl, making ourselves a 10 out of 10 and not going out and making fishes of men. Seeing, seeing who can make the best whip and nene, but where would you go if God came today? Our job is to go and spread the good news, not who's the best boyfriend or girlfriend to choose. God gives us these things to use it in his name, not just be some all-star and always win the game. We worry about what we look like, trying not to get fatter, but when we go to heaven, does it really all matter? We wear the trending clothes and buy the nicest shoes, but is this really the life God wants us to choose? Do you know that you have sin that just piles up in this bin? Everything you do is accounted for, from lying to not giving to the poor. Even the joint you smoked last week and making yourself always look on fleek. It all builds up, but for some reason we never give it up. We keep going, doing the same things, and everything we do just sticks and clings. Day by day we keep getting farther and farther and keep pulling ourselves away from our loving Father. And every day we just keep thinking it's going to be okay, telling ourselves, oh, I'll just pray another day. You see, we need to repent our sin, let it go from deep within. But wait, don't think you're not enough. Put yourself down and think you're not tough. Don't say you're all dirty because you're still so worthy. Do you know why? Guess what? Don't leave your door shut because our God doesn't care. He plays the game fair. I mean, he does care when you sin and lie. He doesn't look at it as another day by. But if you do something about it, he won't throw a fit. Because he looks for every reason to get you to heaven. He forgives you not seven, but seven times seven times seven times seven. So yes, he's patient with us, not wanting us to perish without Jesus. He wants everyone to come to repentance. Are you following? Does it make sense? For the Lord, our God, is a merciful God. Do you get it or does it still sound broad? Yes, he understands that we have all this dirt, but he loves us. He doesn't want us to get feel hurt. He wants everyone with him, even when our light is coming to dim. So yes, we sin, we lie, but God doesn't want us to just die because he loves you and like really, no matter what you do. Do you realize how amazing our God is and how each and every one of us are actually his? That we belong to this wonderful king just waiting for that choir bell to ring. You see, for us, waiting for us is a golden kingdom and that, my friends, is when our sin is done. So go, now you may leave, but I bet this made you second guess what you believe. Father God, are we praying? 
Brother Guy, thank you for tonight. Thank you for what happened today. Thank you for all the people here in their hearts, Lord God. I just pray that tonight's not just the music or our friends, Lord God, but all we hear is your voice, Lord God. And I just pray that we open our hearts tonight as we pray with one another, pray for ourselves, or just pray in general, Lord God, that you would touch us in a way no one else can. And I just pray that in your name. First of all, just um, I'm really blessed by this generation that worships God. Yeah, been doing this for many years, but you guys are so important to us in our lives. We're up here to uh, you know lead you guys into a place because of Jesus, yeah, to the throne of God. Amen. And um, we'd like to welcome the other family from Oahu. Welcome you guys, and don't feel ashamed. You know. It, Worship, I don't, I don't care how you worship, as long as you know who God is, amen? But we want to welcome you guys to, to, you know, to the beautiful place of Maui or Unashamed, this family. And so Unashamed family, let's make them feel welcome and let's worship God, amen? Let's show them that, let's, let's not show them, but let's show the enemy that we can worship with other, other brothers and sisters, amen? amen? Let's worship tonight. As we lift our heads to worship you, we will thank you for who you are. You're the Prince of Peace, Emmanuel. You are God and you're God alone. As we lift our hands to worship you, we will thank you for who you are. You're the Prince of Peace, Emmanuel. You are God and you're God alone. How we need you. Like the flower needs the rain. Yes, we need you. Because without you this life is vain as we lift as we lift our hands to worship you we will thank you for who you are you're the prince of peace emmanuel you are god and your god tell him as we lift as we lift our hands to worship you we will thank you for who you are. You're the Prince of Peace, Emmanuel. God and your God alone. How we need, how we need you. Like the flower needs the rain. Yes, we need you. Cause without you, this life is vain. How we need you. Like the flower needs the rain. How we need you. Tell them. Yes, we need you. 
Cause without you, cause without you, this life. Okay. Tell him as, as we, we live. live. Here we go. As we lift our hands to worship you, we will thank you for who you are. Tell you're the Prince of Peace. You're the Prince of Peace, Emmanuel. You are God and God. You are God and you're God alone. As we lift, as we lift our hands, we will thank you for who you are. You're the Prince of Peace, Emmanuel. You are God and God alone. How we need you. How we need you. Like the flower needs the rain. How we need you. Come on. How we need you, cause without you this life, Let me how, we need you. how we need you, how we need you, like the flower needs the rain, how we need you, cause without you, cause without you this life is Pick it up, here we go, as we lift. As we lift our hands to worship you, thank you for who you are. You're the Prince of Peace, Emmanuel. You are God. Tell him as we lift. As we lift our hands, show you. We will thank you for who you are. Come on, you're the Prince of Peace. You're the Prince of Emmanuel, you are God and, and God, God alone. Come on, as we lift, as we lift our hands to worship you, you, we will thank you for who you are. You're the Prince of Peace, Emmanuel. You are God and, and God alone. How we need you. How we How we need, How we need you. you, cause without you, this life in the How we need you? How we need you? How we need you? How we need you? Cause without you, this there we go. How we need Cause without you, cause without you, let me hear the girls, just the girls, as we lift, we lift our. Come on, sing it, baby girls. Tell him, don't tell us. You're Let the me. prince You're the of peace. You are God. Come on, my boys. Here we go, boys. Thank you. Come on, boys. You're the prince of peace, Emmanuel. You are God and God. Together as we lift. Here we go. As we lift our hands to worship you, we will thank you for who you are. You're the prince of peace, Emmanuel. You are God and you're God. Here we go. All we need you. How we need you. Like the flowers need the rain. Cause without you, this life. How we need you. How we need you. How we need you. How we need you. 
Like the flowers need the rain. Oh, we need How we love. need you. Yes, God. without you, this life in vain. How we need you. Like the flowers need the rain. Come on, how we need you. Without you, this life in vain. Salvation lies in you. How we need you. Your light will guide us through. How we need you. Salvation. Salvation lies in you. How we need you. Your light will guide us through. Will guide us through. How we need you. As we, we lift, here we go. As we lift our hands to worship you, we will thank you for who you are. You're the Prince of Peace. You're the Prince of Peace. Emmanuel, you are God and God. Come on, both sing it. As we lift our hands. Sing it bold. I love that word bold. Yes, you are. You are God. One more time. Let me just hear the bold. Come on, bold. It's for the Lord. As we. Yeah. Yes. Listen to the words. You're the Prince of Peace. Join with our family on the stream. Here we go. As we live. Lift our hands to worship you. We will thank, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You're the Prince of Peace. You are As we lift our hands oh, to worship you, we will thank you for who you are. You're the King You're the of Prince King. of Peace. Emmanuel, you are God and, and God alone. As we live, how we need you. Worship. Oh, we need you, Lord. Emmanuel. Everybody, how we need you. Here we go. How we need you. Like the flowers. Like the flowers. How we need you. Yes, we need you. Because without you, it's not How we need you. How we need Oh, we need you. Like the flower. Like the flower. Because without you. How we need. How we need. How we need. Flowers underneath the rain. How we need you. Cause without you, this life in vain. Yes, singing. How we need. Yes, we need you. Hallelujah. 
us we need you. We flowers Yes, the Prince of Peace, Emmanuel, you are God and you're God alone. You know one thing I'd like to thank God for is what Pastor Kuiper was saying about the seed. And, you know, for years I've heard that, you know, about the parable of the seeds, but it's just so amazing to hear, you know, how blessed that God uses men like Pastor Kaipo, Kyle, good pastors to bring the word to us and to help us to understand what it really means because, you know, for, for someone like me who have never graduated from high school and who's, who had a hard time reading and spelling and writing, but because of the word of God, I stand here today as a testimony that because of God, it was the seed that was planted in me. You know, it's like the song we sing, we need God. We cannot blame the, the seed. We cannot blame the word of God. It's us. That's why we need God. We need, we need him. You know, we were created not so that he could need us, so that we could need him. We were created so that we could need him. So when you think about it, God already knew your name before you were created in your mother's womb. He's there for us. Just worship him. As we lift our hands to worship you, tell him you're the prince. What you are, God and God alone. As we lift our hands to worship, yes, right. We will thank you. Come on, be like a flower. Lift your hand. Of peace, Emmanuel. Let that seed grow. Come on, lift your hand. You like the flow. As we lift our hands, we worship you. We will thank you for who we lift your hands and worship the King of Kings. Don't be ashamed. You are God and God alone. Come on. As we lift our hands, we worship you. We thank you for who you are. You're, You're the Prince of Peace, Emmanuel. You are God and God. How we need you. How we need you. Like a flower needs rain. Yes, we need you. Because without you, it's not the how we need you Things like the flowers. flowers. How we need you like the flowers. You, this life is vain. How we need you like the flowers. Need the rain. Come on. How we need you. without you because without you this life is
Lord, I lift your name on high. I glorify you with my life. Ooh, I worship you. Ooh, I Lord, I lift you. Lord, I lift your name. Come on, girls. I, I glorify you with my life. Ooh, I worship you. Lord, we lift your name on high. We glorify you with our lives. Ooh, we worship you. Come on, family. Lord, we lift. Come on, brothers. Lord, we lift your name on high. We glorify you with our lives. Ooh, we worship you. Ooh, we worship you. Worship you, Lord. We lift. Here we go, Lord. We lift your name on. Here we go, guys. Lord, we lift your name. Here we go, girls. We glorify you. Ooh, we worship you. Simple words, just worship God. Lord, we lift. Lord, we lift your name on high. We we glorify. Tell him who we worship. Here we go. Who we worship. Yes, we worship. Who we worship you. Who we worship. Yes, we worship. Who we worship you. Come on, family. Who we worship. Yes, we worship. Who we worship you. Who we worship. Yes, we worship. Who we worship you. Lord, we lift your name on high. We, we glorify you with our lives. Sing it out together. Ooh, we worship you. Ooh, we worship you. Lord, we lift. Lord, we lift your name on high. We, we glorify you with our lives. Here we go. It's spirit and truth. Ho! Spirit and truth are floating you. All I want to be do is knowing you. Receiving your love and be serving you. I'm waiting on you, so roll on through. Surrender my life, committing my life. Died to my life and changing Christ. The break is down the soul tonight. Lord, we lift your name on high. We, we glorify you with our lives. Ooh, we worship you. Come on, do we worship? Ooh, oh, Tim, Lord, we lift. Lord, we lift your name on high. We, we glorify you with our lives. Ooh, Second bridge, guys, you got it. Bring up my mic, please. Ooh, sing it to the Lord. Inhabit the praises of your people, banging the bells in the steeple, lifting them voices in the cathedral, beautiful noise from your people. Holy Christ, I'm your bride, holla at your God most high. When I praise you, we on fire. Come on, Bold. I know you guys can get it. We're going to help you guys out. We on fire. Let's do the first one. Come on, it's spirit. It's spirit and truth I flow to you. All I want to be doing is knowing you. Receiving your love and be serving you. I'm waiting you rolling. Surrender my life, committing my life. I died to my life and changing Christ. Come on. Don't break this in for soul tonight. Oh, come on, out of shame. Where's my out of shame? Second one, here we Tell go. Him, inhabit the praises. Talk to the Lord. 
inhabit the praises of your people, banging them bells in the steeple, lifting them voices in the cathedral, beautiful noise from your people. Holy Christ, I'm your bride, holla at your God's side. When I'm crazy, we on fire. We on fire. We on fire. Okay, Justin, here we go. Girls. Inhabit the praises of your people. Lifting them. Beautiful. Holy Christ, I'm your bride. Yeah. What? When we praise you, we Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Oh, okay, boys, your turn. Inhabit. Boys, inhabit. Inhabit the praises of your people. Lifting the voices. Beautiful noise. Holy Christ, I'm your bride. Holla at your God most high. When I praise you, we on fire. Oh, we praise you. You got it, Bold? You got it, Bold? Let's do the second for you guys. Inhabit the praises. Here we go. Inhabit the praises of your people. Lifting the voices in the cathedral, beautiful noise from your people. Holy Christ, I'm your bride, holler at your God most high. When we praise you, we on fire. Yeah, yeah, we on fire. Everybody in heaven, the praises, here we go. In having the praises of your people, banging them bells in the steeple, lifting the voices in the cathedral, beautiful noise from your holy Christ. I'm your bride, holla at your God most high. When a oh, bold, on fire, yeah, one more time, we gotta do it for both. Here we go, in having the praises, in having the banging them bells. Lifting the voices in the cathedral, beautiful noise from you. Holy Christ, I'm your bride. Holla at you, God, my side. When I praise you, we on fire. Yes, Lord. Tell him. We on fire. Keep playing, Josh. Keep bringing it up, bring it up. Listen, guys. Keep playing, Josh. Keep playing. How many of you guys know that God loves when we worship in fun? Amen? We no, for real, raise your hands. How many of you know that God is having fun? Even if we don't know the words, the words is up there. Jesus. You know, it don't matter if you don't know how to do it or if you, you can't do this. But don't you know that God, God is smiling? He's having fun with us. Worship is also fun. I don't know about you guys. I don't like to always worship like this. <laughs> I do that because I'm telling my flesh to shut up, sit down. Because I don't care how you feel, I'm going to worship God. Amen? We need to force ourselves into that area. Like, no, really, how our flesh, sit down, because I'm going to have fun. I'm going to worship God. Amen, guys? Amen. Right? So like, Uncle John is pretty much saying, like, we don't need to wait. Okay, she's interpreting it for me. <laughs> we, <laughs> we don't need to wait. We don't need to wait for that moment when the instrument is going slow or high or when when the voice is like so subtle and all of that. Worshiping God is just coming to Him, straight to Him and, and talking to the Lord and giving everything up to Him and surrendering your life and saying, God, I'm here. I want to be in your presence. Mm. I want to worship you even though I had a crazy day. I want to worship you even though my parents driving me nuts. I want to worship you even though I feel like killing myself. I want to worship you even though I just did drugs. I want to worship you even though I just drank. 
I want to worship you even if I just had sex. It's, it's choosing Jesus over everything else. So that's what worship is, guys. See, that kind of worship in the world is feelings. Temporary. Feelings. To me, that kind of life is like a roller coaster. You love that roller coaster so much, but you get on it, it's like, ah, and then it's over. For me, I wish the roller coaster went on forever. You know, I wish like the roller coaster was like forever. But that's the world. They want temporary things. But with God, worship is, is not a feeling. It's letting God know that, hey, you created me. You know, just this past year, we lost some friends, family members, and just, just like that. Some of them who serve God and some of them who, who haven't. We don't know if they gave their life at that moment because God is a merciful and graceful God. Here tonight, we just, we, we're worshiping because we're letting the world know this is what we're going to do on our, our spring break. This is what you guys are going to do. I tell you right now, this generation, some of them are out there and their spring break is thinking, I know where I'm going to go. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to party. I'm going to party until I drop. But let's worship, worship until the Lord comes back. Because it's not about salvation. It's about being resurrected. It's like, oh, Lord, come now, today. Because I like when the Bible says, hey, don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow has its own self to worry about. No, God, Jesus was for real. He's like, what, tomorrow? Oh, oh, oh Jesus, tomorrow we're going to do this. Ah, today we're going to do He's, It's like, like, like God talking like, hey, your friend, hey, bro, tomorrow, bro, we're going to hit the waves, and we, well, we're going to do this. They're like, yeah, bro, we go today. Or, 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 or like some, somebody like Kaipo and Kayo, like we tell them, hey, we go Hana tomorrow. You go, what do you mean? We go now. I mean, it's like, wait, in Maui, it's like that. No, no, bro, we're going now. What? 12 o'clock midnight, we just tie. We, <laughs> no, we're going now. We're going now. And that's what Jesus is talking about. If you guys going to worship him, worship him like this was our last day. No, for real. Last day. Push all the feelings inside, how you feel, or if you're ashamed, it's okay. Get it out and worship unashamed. You know, I know you guys. We know you guys. Oh, but when Uncle John and your sister Anna show up, you're like, oh, yeah, you know. Hey, I want you guys to worship. I'm asking you guys to worship even when we're not here. If when I pass from here and I see God, I want you guys to remember one thing. That Uncle John loved the Lord with all his heart, all his mind and soul, and he was a true worshiper. He worshiped the King of Kings. And that he led people who love. So today, if this is my last day, Worship with me. I don't want you to re- go home like, brah, that was my last time I saw him. No, for real. So don't worship on feelings. Get there. Even we sing these this words, this, it's God having fun with us. It's like, come on. Let's do worship in a different way. Worship without feelings. Just worship. Get into them. So let's do it, eh? Lord. Lord, we lift your name on high. Come on, this is our spring break. This is our worship break. Lord, I lift. Lord, I lift your name. I glorify. We glorify you with our lives. We worship you. Amen. He stuffed up. What's this boy's name right here? Christian. Name is Christian. Christian? From the Christian Academy. Bro, he's... He's not even standing. He's singing there with his eyes closed. And now he's just like. 
Yeah, but bruh, I'm not saying you guys not doing, but I was like, bruh, if there's somebody smaller, I got to show you up. Uh, bruh, bruh. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, laugh now, but they are going to be leading us. Amen. That guy's going to be like, hey, this is where we're going to go. It's what we're going to do. The Lord is calling me. Christian, remember this day. You are a true worshiper. I'm not saying you guys not. I'm not calling you guys out. He is. <laughs> He's calling up. Stand up, Christian, and worship with us. Come on, hey, tell We him. just had the area on Oahu. Come here, and Christian. Turn around right here. While Uncle John was talking, that's because uh, right here. That's the vision um, I, I was getting. Like, and you lift your hands, Christian. You show him how much you love God. The, the, while you were talking, the vision that I got was um, like Eddie. You know, it's you never know when it's gonna happen. Oh. And this last one that we just had was like the biggest Eddie ever. And I mean. So much people came out. They never like miss them, even if they came late. We got there late, and we still never miss nothing. But the point is, do you want to miss out on the opportunity that, like Pastor Kaipo said, do you want to miss out on <laughs> any opportunity that God has for you to be used as young people? Eddie would go, hey, Jesus went. <laughs> and he came back, and he coming back again. So... If you, like, catch that big wave, I'm telling you, don't miss the opportunity. Any moment in your high school, this week, spring break, don't miss the opportunity to live your life sold out for Jesus. Sold out. Like, not just, oh, yeah, I'm a Christian and hide. No, sold out for Jesus. And you don't have to be loud like I am. You can be quiet <laughs> like Taylor. And look, she's sold out for Jesus. Yeah, yeah. So let's worship, continue to worship the Lord, and just be sold out for him. Hey. Come on, Christian, let's worship. Lord, Lord, I lift your name on. I glorify you with my life. Ooh, I worship you. Ooh, I worship you. Lord, I lift your name on high. I you with my life. Ooh, I worship you. Give Christian a big hand for the Lord, okay? Hallelujah. Guys, what we did was not to, not for you to, or to, or like he's entertaining. What we're showing you right now is what God's going to do in his life. He wasn't afraid to come up here, get the mic, and lead you into worship. Bro, when I was eight years, I was like, bro, no way. No way. But to see a young man, you know, Kaipo said something about, you know, God, they're calling out the 35 and under. You know, I'm smart because I'm way past 35, and I'm not going to tell you how way past, but I'm like really way past. But you know what? I'm smart. I love the Lord, and I join with worship with this, guys. That's how I can continue to do the ministry I do by, by hanging out with you guys. I want to be, I want to serve under you guys. 
I want to come one day and I want to serve under you guys. I want you guys to be up here while I'm playing my guitar and you're like, bring it down, Uncle John, bring it down, you know. You know what I mean? This is it right here, guys. Remember this day, guys. Remember this day. When you see this boy standing up one day and he's a man and leading you into worship, you're going to remember that it wasn't me, that it was the word of God that was in him, the seed. Right now, the seed is growing. That seed has just been watered. How I know? Because the testimonies I've heard from my pastor when he was a young man, and look where he's at right now. Same place. Nobody looked at him any different. They look, really, that guy? And now when he tells me, hey, uh, I need you for this, I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Bruh, I never thought a young man would be telling me what to do. But because my obedience and my love for God and because I want to hang out with you guys, you know, all the stuff I'm doing, I'm, I learn from you guys. Ask my pastor over here, Kyle too. He knows things that I do. It's like I love what you guys do. And we incorporate it together. Amen? Amen. So never be ashamed to worship with your parents, your grandparents, your family. Yeah. But you know what? Lead them now. Show them that you guys can lead. Amen? Yeah. God bless. You know one thing good about just leading worship in Hawaii? We can wait on God and we can ask Him what He wants us to sing. Amen? But let's do this one. Let's, let's ask God to grow our faith because I tell you right now, we need to grow our faith. Amen? Grow our faith, Lord When our eyes can't see That you don't change, Lord. You will ever be all glory and honor and praise to the King who forever reigns. Tell him, grow our faith. Grow our faith, Lord, when our eyes can't see. Sing it, family, come on. That you don't change, Lord. You will ever be. You will ever be. All glory and honor and praise to the King who forever reigns. Only you are holy. Tell him worthy. faith again. You sing it. Grow up when our eyes that you don't change 
glory, all glory and honor and praise to the King who forever reigns. Holy, holy, you are holy. Yes, Lord. Without an end, you are the same. Without an end, God, you remain above all thrones, above every name. Without an end, God, you remain holy. Tell him.
you are. Tell him you are worthy again. You are. You are, yes. You are. You are worthy. You're worthy, Lord. You're worthy. You're worthy, Lord. He is worthy. He is worthy to be praised. He is worthy to be worshipped. He is worthy to be honored. And not only through music or to praise and worship, but through our lives. Through, through the things you say. Through the way you speak to others. Through the way you live your life. Loud and unashamed. Quiet and unashamed for Jesus. Your mannerisms, the way you look, your eyes, you roll them or whatever. He is worthy to be praised through all those parts, through your body. Your body is a living and holy temple of the living God. And he is so worthy, so worthy that he deserves every part of you. Even the part you're trying to hide from him. Because you can't hide from nothing from you can't hide nothing from Jesus. He knows it. He knows. He sees. He's God. But he wants you to surrender it because he is a holy God. He wants you to give it up. All this time you've been holding on to something, holding on to him because you think you need it in your life. You think you need it so badly that you're like, I just can't let it go, God. But no, God said you don't need that in your life anymore. You don't need it. All you need is me. All you ever needed was me. You never needed anything else or anyone else. You just needed me. I've been here the whole time. Even when you choose to walk away from me all the time. Even when you choose to look away. Even when you choose to deny me. In front of your friends. Even though you choose to act different from when you act in church. God is still there and he loves you. He loves you so much. But he is a holy God. And he's asking for all of you. Not half heart. Not just your body. Not just your mind. But every part. Like Uncle John said, to love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, all your strength. Because it takes strength to love the Lord, yeah? Because sometimes we weak. We weak to our sins. We weak to our failures. We weak to our friends. But when we are weak, he is strong. I'm telling you. And the Lord wants you for himself. He's a jealous God. He's a jealous God. And he loves you.
now. You guys sing it. You are. You are me. Jealous. Sing it, guys. You are me. Jealous God. Tell him you are me. You are me. Tell him again. You are me. Jealous God. You are me. You are me. You know, I like that shirt. You know that shirt, that barcode shirt? You know what it also should say? What? When you scan it, you should say, purchased. You are yeah? You are How many of you know that you God owns you? Raise your hands if you believe that today that God owns you. Don't be ashamed. How many of you know that God owns you? Because he owns me. You know, if you own something, you want to make sure it's, that it'll do for you what you want it to do, yeah? Just like your car. When you own your car, you know that's your car. But this is different, you know. God owns you. He created you. He owns you and He's a jealous God. Listen, guys. Keep playing jazz. What He's saying is that His jealous is different. I don't know how many times you guys heard this, but the Bible says that you shall not have any other God before me. What in your life is a God? That he's taking you before mine was getting high. And the people say, no, it's not, it's not wrong. But I, for me, I was like, that was my God. Every day I would worship that thing, just worship that high. I'd be like, yes. Another thing was girls. It was like, you know how much girlfriends I could get? I was like, it was my God. That was my God. But I realized that all that was going to fade. And that's why this song, Jealous God, is not just the jealous that you guys have. Oh, I'm jealous because that person has the this and that. Or I'm jealous. No, it's a, it's a jealous that says, I own you. I created you in your mother's womb. I knew your name. You belong to me. That's what God says. You belong to me. Get it straight. Because I'm telling you, every eye... We'll close one day. Every knee shall bow and every mouth shall confess that he is Jesus Christ. No matter what you do, even the enemy, the adversary, Satan, his name is adversary. He's going to bow and he's going to say, you are king. That day will come and you don't want to be there with him and saying, you are, yes, I bow and I, too late. Now, generation, you guys, this generation is looking for worshipers. It's like, show us. If your God is real, show me. You talk about God, I see nothing. God is jealous for you. The kind of jealous that when he, when he cries, he bleeds water and blood. That's the kind of jealous he has. That he bleeds water and blood. This blood that was shed for us, that's the kind of jealous. He said, no way. I give my son for you guys. I tell you right now, if I had a son, it would be hard for me to give up my son for you guys or for anybody else, not even myself. But this is the kind of worship that God is calling us to, generation. You guys belong here. You guys belong. I want to follow with you guys. I want to worship with you guys.
to my boys, to my unashamed, to my family that we see all the time. God is calling you guys. And when I see you guys on the, you know, the internet and stuff, and I say, bro, I don't judge you guys. You say, Lord, rescue my family. Rescue my family. I love it when Kaibo say, hey, we're going to do this. Pastor Kaibo said, like, wow, okay. Because he cares so much. Pastor Ka- Kael and DJ over here and all the rest of the leaders, we care for you guys so much that you guys don't see us that we're in our beds crying. Like, what can we do? We don't, we're, we're tired of making things relevant for you guys. I don't want to do a relevant church. I want to do a church that has like lights spinning around and smoke blowing out there until you say that you guys can worship God. Then when you go home, it's back to normal. But this jealous God that we worship says, I created you. He says, no. He says, like, you shall not have any other God before me. No God. I'm not going to stop doing this and leading you into worship and telling you guys, most of you guys, you call me Daddy and Uncle John, and I'm going to tell you right now. I'm, I'm not scolding you guys. I'm letting you guys know how much I love you guys. And the leaders over here, we talk to each other. We talk. Their hearts is like, wow, I miss them. I miss them. When I hear, like, Kaipo talk to them, when I see him crying, he's like, bro, I love them. Kaipo, when he calls us and he tells us, bro, I just miss them. It's more not like, oh, I like them come church. It's not about that. It's like he missed the fellowship. He missed the, the times we had. Blair, Auntie, all the leaders. Tell you, these people in my life, Pastor Kyle, Pastor Kaipo, and Auntie, they never gave up on us. They invested in us. Kaipo said, hey, get your butts here, man. Every year, get over here. I'm going to, and he nev- they never stop. And we're here leading you guys into worship. One day you guys will lead every- everybody else. And today's the day, generation. Bold, stand up. I love that word, bold. Like, we're unashamed. You're bold. Let's do this. Unashamed and bold. One and the same. <laughs> One and the same. To my family that I see all the time. And when we see you guys, we miss you guys. My boys. My sons, I love you guys so much. But this world wants to rip you off of your anointing. And death knocks at your door every day. But today, God is calling you back to life. A life of worship, a life of worshiping a God that created you. To my babies, my daughters, God is calling you back. I love you guys. I see you guys with boyfriends, but I don't, I, I'm not condemning that. What I'm saying is that no one can love you like God does. Amen. No one can love you like God does. Amen. Revive that spirit in you. Revive it. Say, God, don't wait for your feeling. God, now I worship you. Don't wait till your heart is hardened. Because when your heart is hardened, it's hard to come back. We heard one of my sisters say that, one of my babies. She said, I I just cannot come back to God. My heart is hard. And we told her, you don't have to wait for feelings. Just come. God got that. God will break that. She said, I don't feel the same. And we followed the route that she was, she always went to church. And she was always forced to go to church. And we followed the route. We said, hey, 
let go of that past. You come because God chose you. God called you. If your parents is forcing you to church, they're not doing it. God is calling you guys. Change. You make that generation change. You say, you know what? I'm going to force my parents to come church. I'm going to get up early. I'm going to worship God. You guys are the one leaders. I'm just here being a voice for the king of kings. A voice for, the, for a God that cries out, I am nobody, but I am a son of the Most High. What I bring is God's word and his love to you. I'm an extension of his vessel. That's what it's all about. Go home. Get into word. Don't take, don't take our words for it. You got to get in. Let that seed grow in you. Feed that seed. Feed that, feed that word of God in you and say, God, use me. Like Isaiah. Take these hands. Bless me. Bless my feet. Let me go. God, you speak, I speak. You move, I move. You speak, I listen. Don't wait till you blink and you're 30, then you're 40, then you're 50. And what you're worrying about is taking pills and taking care of your body. Because sooner or later, your eyes are going to grow dim. means like you're going to be like... Your backs will bend over a generation. It says in Ecclesiastes 12.1 that don't let your excitement, your, like, like your, your swag or your, your, your whatever, cause you to forget your creator. We're simply forgetting about God. It's not about feelings, guys. Worship is a lifestyle. It's a true lifestyle. And I got family that holds me accountable and said, no, Ra, no, no. Pastors that I'm accountable to here and back home. Look, we don't gotta, we don't have to, we don't need to, but we get to. We are invited every week to come and worship. I am invited to do this. God said, I'm inviting you to lead worship. I'm inviting you. Because God can do it on his own. When the word of God is spoken, you should be like, ooh. But I just love you guys. Uncle John, love you guys. And I know when I pass from here that you guys will carry on this. You would carry this and your lifestyle, the way you live. You would serve God and you would just carry on. And you would, when you talk about me, you'd be like, hey, we just taking, we just taking the baton and, and doing the same. He went home and he's a servant of God. Awesome, awesome. Hey, let's give the Lord a clap tonight. Praise him. Um, yeah, I just want to give you guys an opportunity as we close in prayer tonight. Um, so this is kind of like our revival week. What is revival, right? Just a reviving of our spirit, yeah? Reviving of our, our love relationship with God. And the cool thing with spring break is no more school, amen? Right? That's like the best part, right? For like... The Wahoo crew, the second best part would be coming to Maui, right? He's like, sweet, I get to, my school helps me go to another island. That's even more better. Um, but uh, every, every move of God begins with one place. It, there's one word that we, that we all have to carry on the forefront of our minds in our relationship with the Lord. And it's the beginning of it all. It's repent. You know, and I think, like, I had 
things I was thinking about, like, God, what do you, how do you want to wrap up tonight, and where do you want to start us off? And, you know, I think it's pretty cool with you guys having, you know, your guys' first day here, and, and we having our first time, you know, revival tonight. I'm just thinking that maybe there's a, there's a spirit of repentance in this place where maybe some of you, uh, you guys have rich soil that God wants to breathe life out of, but maybe there's uh, temptations, maybe there's different types of possession on you, people demanding things out of you that's just sucking the life out of you. Maybe, you know, our attention is caught up on other things that we really don't want, but yet it takes our attention. And maybe just, you know, I just want to give you guys an opportunity tonight just to come and and lay it all down here and walk out of here fresh and anew, amen. Um, Easter is right around the corner. And, and this year I get to preach our Good Friday service message, and I'm excited about it on the statement when Jesus said on the cross, it is finished. That Jesus bled on the cross so that we wouldn't have to bleed here, amen. That Jesus was sorrowful on the cross so that we wouldn't have to be sorrowful for our sins now. Ultimately, Jesus became sin so that we wouldn't have to be sin here. You know, I just want to give you guys a chance to respond and just say, God, I, I love you with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength, you know. And there's just things that are in my life that I, I really don't know how I got into them, and, but God, if you can cleanse me and use me, hey, I'm here, you know. So come stand, come stand. We don't need music and, and lights and all those things, but if you're like, just want to make some time between you and the Lord, come and stand, and it's going to lead you guys in a prayer of, of uh, just repentance where we get to just clean off issues of the world and bad decisions that we made and ask God just to purify our hearts again. Come. I know there's some of you. And come because you want to come. Don't come because other people are coming. But I think there's some of you who really love God with a genuine spirit, but maybe there's just uh, things that we want to be cleansed by. Amen. Yeah, just bow your head. Just start praying to the Lord. Leaders, you guys can come and just surround them up here. Come up. Yeah, there's room. There's room. Just start praying. Just start praying. Uh, Jesus, we worship you, God, tonight. We worship you, God, tonight. If you're up here, just undivided focus on the Lord. You're up here not because I'm calling you to be up here, but ultimately because God is already moving in your heart. Amen. I'm going to pray for three groups of people tonight in that parable of the sower. First, I just want to pray over those up here who uh, just has uh, thorns in your life. Like you're on rich soil, you want to really want to grow for God, but there's just stuff, you know. Just stuff. It could be people. It could be pressure. You really can't put your finger on it. It's just this feeling that you have. Maybe it's like you feel depressed or you feel angry and there's really nothing going on. That's making you feel that way. But I just want to pray cleansing over you. Father, we just worship you, God, tonight. We worship you, God. We just pray for a fresh cleansing over the, the young people that are 
standing up here, God, tonight that just have thorns in their life. There's weeds, God, that there's lies that got sold into their lives, God, that they've believed and they didn't even know they've believed it. Maybe they feel too tall or too short or too smart or too dumb or too pretty or too ugly or, you know, there's just these lies, God, that have been spoken over them. Father, we just pray your cleansing. Leaders, just pray out them. We just pray, God, your cleansing over these people. And we just ask in the name of Jesus, you would speak truth on their lives, God. And that you would cleanse them of the lies that this world has tossed in their way, God. Lord, for a second group of people up here, God, we just pray against uh, demon possession. The devil just prowls around like a roaring lion and he looks and he disguises himself like a wolf in sheep's clothing or a, yeah, a wolf in sheep's clothing where we don't know it's a devil, but we really taste of the things of this world and we end up serving the created one rather than the creator. Yeah, so just in the Holy Spirit, God, I just ask that you would release, God, your Holy Spirit on each one of these young people. Hey, leaders, just spread yourselves out and just lay your hands upon those standing here. Just release your spirit upon each one of these young people, God, that you would fill them with your spirit and no other spirit, God. No other spirit, God. No form of depression, God. No worry, no anxiety, God. No identity crisis, Jesus. Father, we just pray for freedom, amen? Leaders, speak it out. Just freedom, God. Freedom over every one of these young people. You created them, God, for liberty and freedom. And you took the pain, God. You took the stripes so that these young people wouldn't have to. Ah, Jesus, release your spirit on each one of them. Leaders, lay on the hands. Just them walking. Jesus, we just release your spirit, God, upon every one of these young people. Greater is he who lives inside of them, God, than he who is in the world. We just pray, God, that you just release your Holy Spirit. A young person standing here, just say, I receive you, Jesus. Hey, say that, I receive you, Jesus. Say that again, I receive you, Jesus. Father, just hear their prayer tonight. Hear their prayer, God. They want you and no imposter. They don't want any stand-in. They want the Son of the living God in their lives. So, Father, we just pray you release your Holy Spirit upon each one of these young people. Your Spirit and your Spirit only, God. Yeah, so Jesus, I just pray for all my friends up here. Uh, Jesus, thanks that you love them, that you care for them. God, and then lastly, I just pray against shallow soil. Soil that looks rich, but really is limited, God, in its availability. God, I just pray for depth. Pray for depth and maturity, God. These young people can't live a shallow life, God, their entire lives. They got to move on from the basics, God, onto maturity. So, Father, every one of these young people, God, I just pray that you'd give them a hunger for righteousness. You'd give them a hunger for you. Right now, they just pray that they would receive you, God, and uh, 
I pray, God, now that you would release unto them all the godly things. Amen? All the godly things. Not just Jesus, but all the Jesus things. Amen? Paul wrote that in, his, in Philippians. He says, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is excellent, all these things, desire those things. Amen? Yeah, God, just release a fresh desire upon each one of these young people, God, that they might desire you and all the things of you. Amen? God, that this, the, our friends and family from Oahu would really uh, just spend some great time with you, Lord, and just receive you and all the things of you, God. And then all my friends here from Maui, Lord, that during their spring break, God, they might, instead of having to study things of school, that they might spend time studying things of you, amen? It's a good time. Just pray against uh, distractions like Instagram and Facebook and Snapchat and all those things that consume. Just weren't, they're really just worthless, Jesus. Anybody want some treasure tonight? Amen? The hidden treasures of God, man, available for every one of us. Amen? Hey, let's do a repeat after me. Father God, thank you for tonight. Thank you for your spirit. Yeah, we receive you. I open up my heart to you. Come and cleanse me, Jesus, by the precious blood of the Lamb. Fill me with your thoughts. Fill me with your motives. Fill me with your desires. I love you so much, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, 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 amen. Hey, let's give the Lord a clap. Awesome. All right, one, uh, one last thing before we leave. Just a quick announcement for this week. Um, we'll see for the Maui crew, um, the Wahoo crew. Terry kind of knows our schedule, so you guys can follow his lead. Maui crew, uh, tomorrow we're going to do a homeless feeding in Kihei. So if you um, are coming to that, um, we're leaving up country 